Hi, and welcome to Monday Coffee. We've taken the last month off, but I wanted to do something special this month because it is October. It is the scary season, it's Halloween. And so I wanted to do the next couple weeks on scary stories that have happened, real scary stories that have happened in our history. Now we, we celebrate Halloween and ghosts and ghouls and all these different scary things because sometimes we want to be scared. Uh, but you know, the Bible, the, the phrase the Bible says the most is do not fear. And so what, is, what does fear teach us then? What does it teach us that we want to be scared about something? Because I think scary stories still have lessons that we can learn as Christians. And so today, the first story we're going to talk about are the possessions of Ludan. And this is an interesting one because there were multiple nuns over several years who were possessed and they perform exorcisms from 1632 to 1638. Here's what the story is about. To talk about the possessions in Loudon, we first have to understand that the monarchy at the time, the crown under Louis XIII, ordered that all the walls that surrounded Loudon to be demolished. And this was part of the effort to continue to uh, consolidate and centralize power under this monarchy. So the populace of Loudon were of two minds concerning this. The Huguenots, who were Protestant for the most part, wanted to keep the walls, while the Catholics supported the monarchy and what they wanted to do with tearing down the walls. So in comes in Grandier, this priest who is considered to be a good-looking man, wealthy, well-educated, an eloquent and popular preacher. He incurred the envy of some of the local monks. As he did not support the Catholics' decision to demolish the town walls, he began to gain a reputation uh, from the cardinals and the Catholic Church of somebody who was outspoken critic of theirs. So it was widely believed also that Grandier had fathered a son. And this son uh, had fathered a son by Felipe Trincant the daughter of his friend Louis Trincant, the king's prosecutor in Loudon. So there's a connection between Grandier and Aurea the king. So according to ecclesiastical records, the events at Loudon began on September 22, 1632, when three different nuns were each visited during the night by an apparition of a man of the cloth, asking for help. Strange disturbances continued. The nuns heard voices, experienced physical blows from unseen sources, and found themselves gripped by fits of uncontrollable laughter. Finally, physical evidence of possession appeared. Hawthorns passed from a ghostly hand into the palm of the prioress, after which time the nuns were stricken with convulsions and irrational behavior. The first exorcisms were conducted on October 5, 1632 expanding into public events, attracting thousands of onlookers. The Catholic Church then put Urban on trial. With Urban's reputation already, already questionable, with the rumors that he fathered a son, the Church began to build a case that Urban deliberately invited an evil, evil spirit to possess the nuns so that he could take advantage of them. On August 18, 1634, the parish priest Urban Grandier was found guilty of sorcery and burned at the stake, and the exorcisms continued until 1638. So what happened? Many believe that this was an inside job all along to take down Protestantism and Urban at the same time. The church was fearful that the town of Loudon was slipping into the hands of Protestants. In 1632, the city sat near the edge of a Protestant-controlled region, 
thus the king trying to consolidate power by claiming Ludan as part of the monarchy. So the story goes that this was all cooked up, exorcisms and all, to prove that Catholicism is the mightiest religion. So what do you think about this story? What do you think really happened? I think the, the theme and the lesson that we could take from this is the fact that power and control corrupts. And we've seen it with the Israelites in the Old Testament. Every time they were freed from slavery, when they were freed from bondage from somebody else, and then they came into power, eventually they committed the same sins that were committed against them when they were slaves. And this tends to be, uh, this tends to be habitual throughout scripture, that those who were enslaved, those who were oppressed, came into power, then oppressed others. This seems to be a human thing to do. And so in this story, the Catholic Church was worried about losing uh, power and influence. And so what it seems like that they had created this whole scenario to show that Catholicism is the best religion. And this isn't just a Catholicism issue. This is every religion issue. This is Protestant issue too nowadays. And so when, when religion and when Christianity, when faith tries to cling to control and power, bad things end up happening. So where in your life do you see yourself clinging to power and control? Where are places that it's being challenged in your life that you don't have control? And in what ways can you live into the phrase, do not fear, within that, that realm of being accepting that you may not be in control of everything and that's okay. Do not fear in that moment. Think about those places in your life this week and we'll see you next week. Have a great week.